Support for OPB comes from our members and from our sponsors, like Mike Rosenberg from Columbia Credit Union. Mike says they trust what they see and hear on OPB, and that aligns with Columbia Credit Union's brand. This is Think Out Loud on OPB. I'm Dave Miller. During their very first meeting, musicians Lamia Naki and Nat Halskamp decided to make music together, write a song together, and here is the kicker, get married. That was about 15 years ago. They're still together and still making music. Their band is called Seferin. The ensemble blends traditional music from Morocco and southern Spain with jazz and a number of other influences. They're based in Portland, but they've performed and recorded throughout Europe, Africa, North America. Their most recent residency was in Morocco. That was just days after the devastating earthquake that leveled several remote villages in the Atlas Mountains. They'll be at Portland's Alberta Rose Theater this Sunday in a show to benefit earthquake relief efforts there. Lamia Naki and Nat Holskamp join us now. Welcome to the show. Thank Thanks. you. Great Thank to be you here. for having us. Um, this is inescapable. I, I imagine you've been asked this many times, but I still have to ask it. Lamia, first, can you just tell us about the day that you both met? Um, we met um, in Fez. Have you heard about Fes before in Morocco? I have, but I, I would like to hear more. Yeah, Fes is a medieval city that dates back to centuries ago. And um, we first met there through a common friend called Tarek Banzi, a musician from here. Um, well, in Moroccan, he lived here, um, but he's back to Morocco. And um, the day we met, um, it was a um, special day. We wrote une autre chance together and decided to get married after that. <laughs> well, okay, well, you just skipped ahead to all the parts that I think are maybe <laughs> mind-boggling for a lot of listeners. Okay, so you wrote a song together that, <laughs> that we'll hear in a little bit called Une Autre Chance, and Another Chance. Yes. Um, well, so let's zero in on that. Nat, what, is, what does the song mean? Yeah, it's about um, what we wanted to do with lives. That's, that's kind of how the conversation, uh, that first cup of coffee went. Um, we talked about music, of course, what we wanted to do with music, with our lives, and um, it included writing music um, and blending the different traditional backgrounds that we had, uh, traveling for music, and all of these are things that our life has have been based around mm-hmm. since then. I sometimes have a hard time deciding just what sandwich to order at a lunch. <laughs> you made the decision to, um, to make lives together in the course of a couple hours? Yeah. Part of that was writing the song together right away. And it just, a lot of things just lined up right away. And another part, it just the practicalities of um, Lamia being from a pretty traditional family in Morocco. If we wanted to be together, you know, you got to commit. I think we should probably hear the song that was the, 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 the first fruit of your relationship. Um, anything else, Lemia, that we should know about it before we hear it? Um, it, it it's in French, right? It's in French and Arabic. So, so both languages. Yeah. So um, what are some of the translations of the lyrics that, that folks can um, can listen for if they don't speak French yeah. or Arabic? Parfois, un seul mot peut répondre. One, sometimes one word can answer all the questions that we're um, waiting for, um, especially that word that we're waiting for to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, that word could be word of love, can, can be um, a tree that will give us the shade that we're looking for. Um, that word is the answer and that word that gives us that chance, that une autre chance okay. that we're looking for. 
Let's have a listen.
I don't even want to talk now, but I, I have to, because there's 15 more minutes of our show. It was so lovely. It was two members of the group Seferine, Nat Holtzkamp, uh, playing guitar there, and singing is Lamia Naki. Um, I'm curious, I mean, Lamia, had you heard Nat play guitar before you, you met him for that coffee? Yeah, I heard him um, play guitar, but not in person. Not in person. Um, you heard a recording. In the, re- in the recording, yeah. Because um, he used to play with that common friend here in Portland. Nat can talk more about um, Tarek and their friendship. And through that, um, um, when we met the first time, I heard him in person playing. That was mind-blowing. What do you remember about that first time? A um, lot of memories, a lot of emotions. Um, it was, you know... Um, the moments where music connected to a person and speaks to you directly, mm. you know, that special moment, um, that's what happened to me. Um, and um, at that time, I was going through a lot of um, ups and downs with um, deciding to be a musician or not. Um, there were many voices telling me, like, oh, you cannot do that. You cannot sing. You cannot Outside, p- voices inside your, your mind no, or outside, outsiders? outsiders. Huh. Um, saying, saying what? That I cannot sing, that I should not be pursuing music as a mm-hmm. um, profession. And that. And when I met Nat, there were these voices telling me through him, you can do this. You can pursue music. Um, yeah. yeah. In Morocco, like many places, there's a, they have kind of a dim view of music as a profession. So although they thought that Lamia had a beautiful voice and enjoyed it, you know, in family situations or at home, um, pursuing music as a profession is not very encouraged. But, um, you know, I heard her sing. She was a very soulful singer from the very beginning. Um and um, I, you know, of course, I had been working as a musician for years and really wanted to encourage her to pursue it. And she had a lot of ideas of her own about what she wanted to do with music and um, had already been absorbing tons of influences. Hmm. Um, what about your influences? My understanding is you grew up in Portland. Mm-hmm. What drew you to flamenco from from Spain, southern Spain, or North African music? And, I, and my understanding is there's also... There's a lot of overlap exactly. in, in this yeah. Mediterranean world. Yeah. But but what attracted you to, to these musics? Yeah, I um, I was playing guitar, but a very, very different style. And somebody, um, a friend of my sister's, gave me a cassette of the great Paco de Lucia, um, who, for most flamenco guitarists, if you ask them who their first influence was, they'll, they'll say Paco. Um he was the great virtuoso and revolutionary, uh, kind of brought flamenco from a folkloric music into a modern progressive art form. So I heard that, and actually it was the singing, this really um, expressive singing. Uh, that's what caught my attention. But I have this deathly fear of singing, so I um, so I went I stuck with the guitar, and I found a teacher who really brought me under his wing and named Jose Solano that lived here. And I played a lot of gigs with him as second guitar and learned how it all worked. And eventually I became interested in the roots of, in 
the history of Andalusia in southern Spain, um, which led me to study in Morocco. Hmm. Could we hear another song? Sure. Yeah. What What is it? What should we know before we hear it? Um, we'll play a little bit of a very old um, Arabic song called Adir Lan El Akwab, and I'll play it on Oud. Um, this is an example of a poetic form that dated back to Moorish Spain. Can you describe the, the Oud um, before we hear it? Sure. It is um, a lute, so it's it resembles the European lute a little bit, has a rounded back um, and 11 strings. It's played with a pick, and uh, the main difference between this and a lute is that it's fretless because we have notes in Arabic music um, in between the semitones of Western music, uh, in between the keys of the piano or the frets of the guitar, for example, so we can reach those notes on this fretless instrument. All right, let's have a listen. Naki and Nat Halskamp, two members of the group Seferine, Portland-based group that performs all over the world. Lemia, um, you were in Morocco in September, the two of you, uh, not too long after a massive earthquake yeah. there. What did you see there and what was your trip mm-hmm. like? Um, we arrived um, 
probably four days after the earthquake to Marrakesh, um, and we saw a lot of damage, um, a lot of, because Marrakesh is a medieval city, and there are some old buildings, um, and uh, we saw the damage, and and people were still fred back then, still sleeping in the squares, um, just uh, with their blankets, nothing really um, to protect them. Uh, thank God the weather was not rainy, but um, it was pretty rough. Um, and after that, we took um, the uh, drive from Marrakesh to Hamid Rizlan, where we had a resi- residency there, and we drove through the Atlas Mountains, and we saw more damage up there in Atlas Mountains, where more of the buildings are, uh, the houses are built out of mud and stone. So the damage was much more in those areas, and that's where, um, unfortunately, you can see um, um, heart- heartbreaking, you know, images. Mm-hmm. Now, my understanding is obviously. You went there not knowing there was going to be an earthquake. It was planned ahead of time to call attention to another um, broader issue of climate change. Yes. Um, what? How is climate change affecting this part of Morocco, this part of, of North Africa specifically? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the desert is growing. I mean, I think most of us kind of know that in a vague way. Um, but as we traveled south... Uh, over the Atlas Mountain Range, which is basically what protects Morocco from the, the growth of the desert. But to get to this residency, we had to cross to go into the desert. And um, as you travel south, you see the oases turning yellow. There are these big washes of yellow, of uh, basically the dying oases. And it's mm-hmm. it's heartbreaking when you first see it. Um, and it grows till we were following the valley of Morocco's biggest river, the Dra, and um, by the time we got to our destination, it was completely dry. Dry, yeah. yeah. Your music, it combines influences from North Africa, from West Africa, from Southern Spain, from Iran. Your band members mm-hmm. have a, a similarly wide-ranging geographic spread. It's such a, a hopeful version of people from different cultures coming together um, and and making art together, making music together. And it, I, I, it's been inescapable as I've been thinking about the two of you coming here today to just to not think about the opposite, to not think about war. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just curious what both of you think, what role music making and art making plays in society yeah, it's important. I feel like it's the only thing that links everybody without question, you know, mm-hmm. without putting that question, oh, we're different, we can get together. But with music, you can be, I don't know, you can be from India, you can be from Morocco, you can be from New Jersey and sit together and you can play something together and that connects, connects me people more than anything else I've seen um, besides food. <laughs> 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 or other love, yes. Um, yeah, music is it. It actually shuts down if there is competition. Hmm. Um, so that's it's something that exists in every culture, but um, and you know that's why it can unify things, and that's where a lot of our work is based. I mean, kind of inspired by this period of history where there was a lot of tolerance and exchange at the mouth of the Mediterranean, um, Morocco 
uh, the African coast and the European coast where it's Spain, southern Spain. Um, they're only separated by about 10 kilometers at that point. So there's been a lot of exchange there. Forever mm-hmm. Morocco is a real crossroad there with the Iberian Peninsula. But the, this project we just did was also kind of Morocco's other crossroad in the desert because of the caravans. There's a lot of influence from West Africa too. Um, in this oasis where we went at the end of the road, there are there were Jews there for 3,000 years. There are Arab nomads, um, indigenous Amazigh people, Ganawi people, who are descendants of uh, the slave trade across the Sahara that have all these people have their own kind of music and they're all being threatened by the climate change mm. you mentioned. So we were working on a project to preserving these traditions. I wonder if you could take us out with one more song and it'll give me a chance to um, just remind folks who you are. We've been hearing Nat Holskamp and Lamia Naki. They're co-founders of the group Seferine. You can see them on Sunday evening um, at the Alberta Rose Theatre. It is a, a benefit um, for survivors of the recent earthquake in Morocco. If you don't mind taking us out. Sure. Thanks. Charitable Trust, Ray and Marilyn Johnson, and the Susan Hammer Fund of the Oregon Community Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> 